You're listening to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, Season 3, Episode 18, titled... Sora is all made of stars. describes the half hour that you watched you know I'm, I'm gonna be honest it was a little hard thinking of one word but i did figure it out a few minutes before we got on and i'm gonna say revenge okay uh so let's start right off with the recap so go ahead from gamers little playground okay so when we last left you Aaron was talking with hades and that's where we start. Yes. <clears throat> so, Aaron basically says his only crime is living. And Hades is like, oh, okay, I, I, get, I get work sending out. I can, you know, fix that. But he wants Aaron or Aaron to do something. He has to beat Hercules and his little friends. And Aaron is like, no, I. you only said to beat Hercules. You never said anything about the other guys. So then Hades pulls out this doll. And it looks exactly like Aaron. And he starts to do like this power grip on the doll and it affects Aaron until Aaron agrees to do what Hades asked him mm -hmm. to do. So Donald and Sora, knowing they, hearing this, talk to Hercules and ask him if, you know, he can buy them some time as they look for this doll. So Hercules and Aaron have this fight, and Hades is very excited. He's like, yeah, this is the best this is what the underworld is all about. And and he's the only one that's watching this, or at least from what I could tell, he's the only <laughs> yeah. one that's watching this. Much like in Kingdom Hearts 1, where we're supposed to believe there's a crowd, and there's not. Yeah. So, as that's going on, Sora, Donald, and Goofy, they go to look and they find the doll. Well, Sora goes for the reach first, and he gets shocked. Then Goofy goes, and he touches Sora, and then he gets shocked. And then Donald, I guess because he felt lonely, <laughs> touched Goofy and got shocked as well. Yeah, you would think that he would have looked at them like, oh, well, something's going on here. I shouldn't mm -hmm. touch this. Right. But after the shock is gone, they are able to take the doll basically in the shock was that they also heard like Orin's 
background and it's it's a weird nod to the game Final Fantasy X without actually you telling you what is going on. Mm-hmm. Because I understand it, and people that played Final Fantasy X understood it, but all you really get the gist if you didn't listen, didn't play that game, is you could hear Oran's voices. You know, it sounds like he's in a lot of pain or he's very sad. However, you want to read that. Yeah. So they manage to get to the arena, and they throw the doll to Aaron. And he stops, and he goes, Sora! Donald! Goofy. Like, <laughs> it's so weird the way, like, he says Goofy save after, you know, he sees them. It's just like, does he have something against Goofy? You know? See, I looked at it like it didn't sound like more of a respect thing, like... If you are saying to, you know, hey, hello, mm-hmm. hi there. Like, exactly. <laughs> like he Donald. should have said, Sora, Donald, my lord, Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like you haven't seen three friends in like 20 years and be like, pow, amigo, buddy. <laughs> so... Well, remember, remember that Goofy is the strongest person in Twilight Town. Yeah, he is. Still trying to figure that one out. But, um, so the fighting stops, and this makes Hades mad. So Hades says to you know to Arn that you broke the deal. Oh no, no, no! He says to Hercules, "You broke the deal because he stopped fighting." Mm-hmm. So because of that, he takes Meg and basically dumps her into the pool of spirits, if I remember the movie correctly. Yes, because I believe in the movie, the spirits represent people that are trying to get out of the underworld that are suffering. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because they always try to claw at Hades, thinking that they can climb out somehow. So she gets dumped in there. And Hercules, being Hercules, decides to go save her. And as he dives in and goes to rescue Meg, there's a battle with Arn, Sora, Donald, Goofy, and now it's a mix of really the nobody. It's mostly like nobodies and then a few heartless. Mm-hmm. And... You know, the battle's over, and Hades is upset about this. And then we see Hercules rising up with Meg, and, you know, he saved her. And now we have Hades as this big fireball, and they have to beat him, and they do, and he falls into the pool of the underworld. And as I'm watching part of them talk uh, to Hercules mm-hmm. I had this thought more on the, more of the movie Hercules okay not, not, not the game but more of the movie had that movie came had this movie Hercules come out maybe 10 15 years later than it did 
because I'm like I'm looking at the character and I'm listening to the voice. I'm kind of imagining John Cena as the voice of Hercules. Ugh, I don't, I don't know if I agree with that at all. I'm not saying I want him to be right, but I'm just thinking like, yeah, they could do this. I don't know. So I just had to get that off my sure. So now Sora, Donald, and Goofy they talk to Aaron, and they're and Sora's like, hey, isn't there? Anything you'd like to say? And Arn just gives a reply, and it just dissatisfies the group. <laughs> and then, and then it's like, "Don't you want to thank us, yo?" And then he's like, "Thanks for." Oh God, what was the word? Um, I think it was uh, meddling. Meddling, yes. And he's like, "Thanks for meddling." No. <laughs> what was that? That was that was the that was the sound when Sora, Donald, and Goofy were disappointed. In oh that. yeah, okay. I guess I wasn't so, prepared for you to actually do the sound effect. So now, uh, they get out of the underworld, and they're at the Coliseum where Hercules and Meg are there, and this is the second time within a matter of episodes where Sora makes fun of a couple. Last time it was Mulan and the captain. This time it's Hercules and Meg. Mm -hmm. And he calls them, you know, love bugs. And then we get to my favorite part of this entire half hour. It's not my favorite moment of the game, but it, but it's in like the top of it. Okay. So Phil comes out, and he, you know, like, Donald, well, more in particular, Donald is like, are we heroes now? And Phil's like, oh, that's not up to me. It's up to, you know, it's up to them to determine if you're heroes or not. And then Donald <laughs> starts chasing at Sora, and, you know, they're chasing Phil, and then Phil just yells out, Leave me alone! <laughs> it right. sounded like a teenage girl after some argument with her parents. Like, leave me alone! So, after that, they look up at the sky, and there's Sora, Donald, and Goofy in the stars. They're, const you know, constellations now, yes. Jim. And Phil just has his hand over his face like, you've got to be kidding me. And that pretty much wraps up the Coliseum part of the game. Because mm -hmm. we see the card. Yes. So we are done with Hercules. Trying to figure out if he is or isn't a superhero. Well, no, we, we, well, no we found out that Hercules was a true hero now. Because that's what his jumping in to save Meg did, remember, because he was glowing and all that? So yeah, he, he's a true hero. It's Sora, Donald, and Goofy that are trying to be true heroes or whatever it is. Because Hercules gives that um, after-school special speech about how being a hero is inside your heart. Right. You know, that stuff that would bore today's kids. So, mm -hmm. so now... Uh, Jafar's you know, back. Actually, this is a good <laughs> lesson because 
you know, we, we, we've taught our kids here how to be a hero. And now we're going to teach them how to be a criminal as well. Oh, okay. Because, what a great combination. Okay. I know, right? They get the best of both worlds. So we see Iago. He's flying around. In the, it looks like a cave. And here's the merchant. And he's screaming. Because Jafar has been released from his lamp. And Iago screams. And it's just a, it's kind of weird hearing Gilbert Godfrey screaming like that. Because mm-hmm. I never think of him as that. So, you know, now we have trouble. So, Sora and the gang, they end up in this very nice room somewhere. We don't know where they are. It's got gold, you know, jewelry and crested vases. Basically, the room is full of gold. And they ask him if they've seen a man in a black hood and the merchant tells him that no he has not seen a guy in a black hood and then Aladdin comes out and they find out you know well Sora finds out from Aladdin that Jafar has been released Mm -hmm. and they question Iago and this is kind of a throwback to, to the Return of Jafar movie. Yes. Yes. Which I haven't seen in a very, very long time. So I have no desire to jump into that movie after this episode. So. <laughs> okay, wow. You don't want to hear <laughs> you, you don't want to hear Iago saying just forget about love? No, it's just I'm not in the mood today. <laughs> not in the mood today to watch it. Maybe, maybe another time. Um. So... Now they have to figure out what to do. And they see like this sand dune because there's a, a, a sand tornado. And Genie comes out. And I'm going to be honest. I mean, I've liked the Genie character for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. But in this, he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> Because he's like, hey, Al, what would you like me to do? I'll do whatever you want, Al. And Aladdin is like, can you take care of this? And he shows him the, you know, the wind and he does it. And then when he's done, he's like, next time, Al, you could have given me next time. Give me something harder to do. By the way, I just want you. I, I'm just realizing you um, pissed one of my a line that I liked, which was when they see the sandstorm. Immediately, Iago was like, "Oh no, a sandstorm! Looks like we have to turn back." <laughs> I would try to do the same thing, honestly. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So Genie fixes the sandstorm because he mm-hmm. wants to do a little something that they he calls sandstorm sweep. Yeah. So they get that done, and we only see Sora fly in. But yet, everybody else gets there. I don't know how. Yeah, I think it's called. I didn't want to. We didn't want to animate all four of them on the carpet. <laughs> right. That's what it's called. The cheap skates. Technically five, but Iago <laughs> could fly himself, I guess. Um. 
So they kind of look around to, you know, see where Jafar is. They think Jafar is there. And then Iago kind of blurts out like, yeah, you know, I kind of set you guys up. And he tells him that Jafar told him to tell them to go over here while Jafar takes over Agrabah. And you have this whole part where you have to fly and avoid the different stuff to get out of the sand dunes. And then we get to a moment that kind of intrigued me, but I'm not sure. Jafar has Jasmine chained up on a door. <laughs> I'm like, uh... Remember, this is a family show. Yep. <laughs> So I'll just keep my thoughts to myself. Um, so basically Jafar says he's going to clean up all the street rats. He's going to take care of all of them. So Aladdin comes and here come the nobodies again. And they have to fight them off. But then we get something kind of weird in this. Is we see Heartless fight nobody. Mm-hmm. which kind of surprised me and they're animal like it's animal nobodies are heartless so it's not like you know the shadows of the heartless it's right. like animal version so they fight them off and I want to say Jafar gets away so then they go back to the merchant and then, this is where we find out where the merchant got his gold from. Because it wasn't from Jafar. It was from the person in the Black Hood from Organization 13. And he basically said, we'll give you all of this if you don't tell anyone that we're going to take Jafar's heart and we're going to make him a heartless. Mm-hmm. So they have plans for Jafar. And now Sora gets on the carp on the rug, the carpet, and he has to fight Genie Jafar. Or Jafar. Or Ooh, Johnny. I don't think I've ever heard it called Jafar before. I think we're gonna go with that. Jafar. I like that, Jafar. So you beat Jafar and he goes back into the lamp and then this time he's supposedly gone for good. And then Aladdin asks for Genie to come back. And, you know, Genie's like, Hey, Al, how you doing? What you want me to do? And, you know, know, Aladdin asks him, Can you fix Agrabah? Right, because Jafar wrecked it. As Genie yeah. Jafar, or Jafar. Yeah, Jafar. Um, and and Genie, I think, is kind of disappointed again. So he fixes it. Or I le- at least I think he did. Because <laughs> when he's done, it looks exactly the same. Sure. And that's where the 30 minutes ends. His a poor job of Genie fixing Agrabah. It should be mentioned at one point Jafar 
goes to attack Aladdin and Iago sacrifices himself. Oh, yes! And the only reason I bring that up is because that is the epitome of the Return of Jafar, Aladdin Mm -hmm. 2. Yeah. Uh, There's there's a line that said, what is it? Um, Because it's supposed to be that genies can't kill anybody. Right. And the line, I believe, that said various times in the movie is... But there's a lot that you can live through. But no, but you'd be surprised what you can live through. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of tying in the Return of Jafar with this particular story. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, Iago became chicken and he risked his life. All right, Bill. So where can people find you on social media before we... Uh, before we do theories and predictions. Well, I don't, I don't know if there's many for this one, so let me know what your plugs are. All right. You guys can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill. You can follow me on Instagram at MrBilliam85. And for me, that's podcasting on Instagram and Twitter, and that's podcasting.com. So, Bill, there wasn't... I don't think there's enough here that can warrant a theory or a prediction, really. There there wasn't anything groundbreaking that would cause me to have a theory or a prediction cuz this was this was kind of an action-packed half hour, but it wasn't anything to advance the main story. Correct. Yeah. It was more of let's put a bow tie on Hercules and even though I didn't finish it, kind of put a bow tie on Agrabah. Bow tie? Kind of, you know, wrap it up, finish it. No, I know that, but usually it's just put a bow on it, is it not? Oh, oh, it is a bow. I'm sorry. You said a bow tie. I'm like, why are we putting a dope bow tie on it? It's like, <laughs> is this one of these weird Maryland things that I don't know about? <laughs> Maybe I want Hercules and Aladdin to look a little more sophisticated. Well, considering the fact that Aladdin doesn't wear a full shirt, that would hurt if you put a bow tie on him. Actually, now that I'm saying that, Hercules a lot of times doesn't wear a full shirt either. You'd have to put the bow tie like in his skin. There are probably some women screaming right now about shirtless Hercules. Shirtless Hercules. Yeah, we kind of gave you, gave you all a... Uh, an image there. I mean, you saw how crazy those people were in the Hercules movie. They mm-hmm. tore his clothes off. Yep. To try did. to get to him. They did. After he modeled a, what was it, like a coat of scar from the Lion King. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, so no theories or predictions. So we will catch you next time for some more Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. <laughs>